Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat of the Wilds season on spirit tracks it's the end of the game we're done uh if you can just feel the just the vibe of calmness that is surrounding your ears right now it is all four of us never having to play this game again um i don't i don't know about you guys but i'm so happy to bring this to its sweet merciful conclusion did did you stop at the stop sign correctly Mm. Uh, yes, when you did, yes. Okay. I even okay. did the the little choo choo when I needed to. It's all good. Oh, good, good. They like that. They like that a lot. Uh... <laughs> Goodness, I mean, this is a game that is <laughs> overloaded uh, exponentially uh, in terms of what it's asking. I mean, not just the player to do, but the DS to do. Uh, it, it's it it has it, the game does not. I mean, just stability wise, it doesn't mm. hold up for like the last dungeon the last bosses the last everything it's uh yeah i really wonder why that mm. fifth section was stuck in here i know i really do it runs like absolute (laughs) bad train out but (laughs) yeah yeah. um yeah yeah it's uh they should have wrapped it up and then i mean I, th- I mean, oh, we're going to cover this obviously in the episode, but the, the the concept for the first bit of the final boss on the train is like last last minute somebody went, oh, I've got an idea of something we could do. It's sort of like a it's something else we can do with the train. Um, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's yeah. The, the whole concept and and the approach is flogged within an inch of its life. Someone was like, I love Star Fox. How can we put Star Fox in this game? So, uh, director uh, got his start at Nintendo working on Star Fox. So, uh, sure, there's there's a there's a connection. All comes full circle. We gotta we gotta hurry up. We we need to talk about uh, all of the chores that you can do for people around the map. Uh, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna talk about any of that. Oh, God, we did did, you, did anyone sweep anything up? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. 
Uh, Absolutely we... not. I swept my way as quick as possible to the exit. <laughs> I had <laughs> someone stop me and ask for fish on my way out, and I was like, uh, no. I don't think I can help you with that. That's not on the way to the end of the game. No, point blank cannonball to the face. <laughs> uh... <laughs> this game, we, we discussed it before, but this game opens up way too late mm-hmm. to where yeah. you're kind of over it by the time you can do all of these things. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I said earlier in the season, it's not that I finished the game and restarted and then this time went about doing more chores and stuff. No, I beat the game and then went back and did a bunch of the chores because you don't you don't want to restart the game. You don't get you don't get to do the chores. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So right by our hometown is a gigantic portal to hell world just just in our backyard it's it's been there the whole time um that's why you had nightmares as a child even zelda says oh hey it was right here like <laughs> the portal to the abyss right here yeah we needed the compass to find us <laughs> yeah in the ridiculous yeah you didn't thing. need a compass all you needed was a post-it note saying look to your left <laughs> A song of birds would have helped us get maybe up into the oh, air to see it. The ridiculous thing is that, you know, the rails appeared. So we, we made the tracks appear. But it's not mm-hmm. like we made the like dark world appear. That giant tower with the portal was already there. Yeah, it like, wasn't shrouded. Already visible out in the ocean. We We didn't, like, we didn't show up and then, like, a mirage lifted and... And all of a sudden, you know, the the seventh veil drops and there's the portal to hell. Um, You know, no, it was just there. So, yeah, right on in. We could have done that at any point. And Byrne didn't know about where this was. He's just like, oh, no, I just I helped him get the compass. But I don't I was sleeping that that uh, that monster demon trains really comfy. Mm. So he didn't see. Um, Yes. So in we go. To Portal Hell World. And I remember really loving this uh, the first time I played it because it's where I had the like, oh, God, this whole game is kind of doing this Pac-Man thing um, yeah. up and, yeah. and then right here at the end, they're like, no, no, now you you really need to play Pac-Man, except if Pac-Man ended every time you killed the ghosts. My thought right before we went into the Dark World as I was coming out of the Spirit Tower was... We made it this whole game, and we never got the ability to take out these evil trains. So you still have to play this game of timing everything to get to where you're trying to go. And it takes way longer, and it's not fun. It's just more tedious. And I was like, Mm. wow, I really wish we had gotten the ability to take out these trains. And then that's exactly what happened, and it was miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I see, because... The the thing that I I think is is bad about this is, <laughs> um, it's it's like the first screen of an arcade game. Yeah. So they have to introduce the mechanic, but it's like two halves of a screen. So you you have the first like three or four guys close to the beginning, and they're super easy to take out. They they you know you can get them all in like one big chain basically. And then the second half of it is this more convoluted jumping around. And it would be like the 10th screen of an arcade or something like that. Like, this is level, this is a further level away. So I think if they had 
if we had done this like two times before, they'd introduce mm. this mechanic of, oh, you have to chase the demon train maybe after a dungeon, you know, so that we could remember who the boss, the bad guy, the antagonist in this game was until the very end of the game. Um, yeah, if they had like slowly introduced this mechanic to where now we're going to have a hard mode in the final area, that would have made sense. But no, they're just like, here's the introduction to this. Yep. Finish it. Yeah, it's a massive afterthought. Um, I said it, it must have been somebody late on going like, all right, we need to do something different with this train. And somebody mm-hmm. was just probably playing Pac-Man and went, I guess we could do that. I guess we could mm. do more of that, probably. <laughs> what if it can go faster? You know what, what he was doing can... is playing Pac-Man Championship Edition or something. Or Pac-Man. That, that had probably just Possibly. come out. Possibly. So It's a good game. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty great <laughs> yeah, game. I'd, I'd rather play that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true <laughs> I'm sure they would too hey guys uh, did you know if you pull the horn you go way faster yeah what yep yeah Can... I thought you had to I thought that was mm. like how you attack do you just attack uh, do, do you kill no, you the just, trains you're, you're just superstar yeah you just uh, run into it oh I thought like I was doing to, to, mm-hmm. oh, cause I, it's quite satisfying doing that I, mm-hmm. yeah I didn't I didn't three, learn that until the very end oh. There we go. That um, might have been helpful. Yeah, it would have been really helpful. Um, yeah. So mm. I was fine with this section until the last train and I got hit and died. And so for context, the trains you're fighting go significantly faster than you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you, you have the, the speed up. And so they all follow the same pattern until you get to the last train. The last train goes rogue and does its own thing. And I they, don't think they it... all will chase you down. If you're not invincible, they will see you. If you're nearby, they will turn and go the other direction. Like they can go reverse and come after you. So they don't do that from the other side of the screen. Typically. Right. Okay. So, but the last train just does whatever. Okay. Um, so I basically got down to one train, got hit, and then had to redo the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which... Yeah, that happened to me was not fun and then on the last train it was just this game of just going around in circles trying to time it so that i actually hit it and Mm -hmm. maybe if i had known that i could go faster or the game had explained that you can go faster uh it might have been easier Mm -hmm. i i only found out at the very end because i was uh i forget exactly what i was doing but but i was mad that uh, i was gonna run out of of train juice right before I got to the to the last guy and of course what I do when I'm angry or happy or sad or anything in this game is I I toot my horn <laughs> and uh he sp- the train sped up real fast for a half a second and I was like wait a minute so yeah it's super helpful but um yeah that's this section um it it just comes out of nowhere and it just goodbye there it is it's gone good later like many of the things in this game. Yeah. So, um, so this next part is kind of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, we have to shoot the train. And we're kind of on this Guitar Hero yeah. style track yeah. where we have to sk- switch between the rails as the train tries to attack us. It, I kind of wish they had done this earlier in the game. Like, mm. I wish there was something we could have sacrificed earlier to have some cool dynamic train fights. 
Because yeah. I think the only other train, true train fight that wasn't just shooting things with your cannon was, um, that was more nuanced than just going along the path and shooting things with your cannon was the fight where you had to protect, uh, was it Carbine, the guy out in the ocean world? And mm-hmm. uh, I wish there was more interaction like that, more unique stuff that you did. Because even yeah. though this didn't run super well, it was kind of odd. <laughs> I like the idea. I like what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I had fun here. They they yeah. will oh, go. Oh, go ahead. It uh, it reminded me a little a little bit of the. Um, uh, I can't even remember where it was in the game now. Is it the escaping the prison uh, section? Where you're yeah, yeah. On, on the different tracks and, we're, and stuff we're like that. Breaking that, uh, the jailbreak, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I really like that. But mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, again, it comes it comes back to the point you said of like they should have been seeding these concepts throughout because they're 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 fun and they're they're you know an, an interesting different way of using the train mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, because because literally for eighty percent of the game, all you can do is speed up, slow down, and toot your horn. You know, mm-hmm. it's like um, this actually gives you something something different to do, but and I'd rather and have done I'd rather have done this a few times than do those <laughs> bloody cave chasing monster things with the eyes because that they wound me up <laughs> in a in a bad way <laughs> in a really bad way. Yeah. <laughs> and for listener context, this battle has a couple of stages, but. Like I said earlier, it's essentially a Star Fox fight of, you know, mm. shoot the shoot the flashing or important thing on the train and then go on to the next section. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a bit confusing at the end and I died because I didn't realize that what I was supposed to do was shoot the train in the face. And I don't know <laughs> if it's... Didn't you play Star Fox? It's all about hitting the massive faces. <laughs> <laughs> no, hit the brakes! <laughs> and I, I think I, like, I tried to hit the train in the face and then it didn't seem like it did anything so I was like alright I guess I just wait until something <laughs> happens and then I died so. the second time he comes after you he's mad he's like oh and you have to like like hit him a bunch and stop him but that will be the second time is also the final time you hit him in the face but yeah they uh, they start off by uh, opening these these hatches the hatches are open and they drop bombs out of them at you, which you want to shoot before the bomb gets jettisoned. Uh, like laser beams uh, yeah. of different, of varying colors and tracking abilities. Uh, one of them is more of the like uh, the entrapment, just like a bunch of those, just a big laser room that you have to shoot all of them real quick before they before they hit you. And uh, yeah, just just some some traps along the side. It, it it will try and hit the brakes to hit you. It will speed up to hit you. It will move from side to side to try and take you out. And you have to be using your your throttle to go faster, slower. Uh, you you know you're on rails, much like a Star Fox uh, thing. But you you can you can move yourself around and 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 slow down and stuff. So it's all right. It's much better than the next part. You're telling Um, me. But yeah, we get this uh, motivational speech that's just real weird. And uh, and Jean's like, hey, there's two of you. You can't do it. You can do it. And (laughs) 
It's fine. You'll be fine. Here, look, I can summon uh, phantom suits of armor for you. I could have done that the whole game, but that's all I can do. This and the Locomo sword are... What the hell? Baffling. Baffling. <laughs> yeah, if, come on, Angie. If you I had mean, a magical been holding sword... so much back. Like, yeah. I don't trust her. Like, like, literally, she says, I can do no more. You, you, you got to do it yourself now. And I'm like, you, sub- you summoned a sword. Yeah. And then a giant suit of armor with a kite shield and a sword. You have feasibly summoned two swords. Yeah. I mean, literally. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if at the end she went, oh, do you need this Triforce, by the way? I just... Hey. That, that's, that's just been under my bed. Oh. Also, also you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but we could have used a third person in this fight, Angene. Okay? I don't care if Burn is all messed up. He said he wanted to help. He's yeah. going to help anyway. So we could have, you know, I could have had someone to help me knock out a couple extra rats here and there on this... Awful, awful section of the game. Uh, I have yeah. actually, I enjoy, even the Pac-Man stuff, I enjoyed it. I just, it made me upset. Like, hey, we should have had this earlier. This should have been a thing that was, that would, that progressed throughout the game to remind us of who's the real enemy here. Yeah. Um, but I'd this forgotten. section, huh? <laughs> I'd forgotten. Yeah, I, yeah. I, the first time I played this game, I remember getting to the top of the tower and going, oh yeah, Chancellor Cole, I f- yeah. forgot that he was a thing. Chekhov's two hats. Yeah, those hats, man, you know, you gotta, yeah, you, you know. have to remind people, you have to, you have to introduce the hats closer to the hats coming off, you know, you can't just have yeah. Chekhov's gun in like the first two seconds of the movie yeah, and then not exactly. really tell people it's important, you know? Yeah, exactly. Chekhov exactly. won't know. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> It's true. It's true. And then just yeah, pull it out and shoot somebody in the face in the the last the last minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. You want your audience to feel like they're smart, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's storytelling one hundred and one, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel that that's not here with this one. Yeah. There's just there's not enough check off. Not enough gun. <laughs> no, they really um, don't hammer home the industrial revolution allegory either. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I, you know, I expected. I expected more. I expected, uh, yeah. It, it's true. It, coal, much like the industrial revolution, coal was revolution. such an important part of the industrial revolution. Right. So you can't just you can't make coal an afterthought. And chancellors, you know, just the ruling class, right? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Chancellor of the Exchequer as well. Like he was all about just just bringing the economy in. <laughs> <laughs> Getting off the rails again. All right. Yeah. So this part sucks. Um, yep. <laughs> we have to take Zelda, uh, like I said, I, I like a lot of the other parts of this boss battle, but, um, the part where we have to do the controlling Zelda being the least, my least favorite part of the game overall yeah. is my least favorite part of this boss battle. It, it is really annoying. Um, especially because we, we already know that Zelda wants to move to the line you drew. And so if she gets moved off that line, she will try and get back to her line mm. any means possible except for the right means. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when a fly is banging its head against a window and you open the window and then it just flies like, I could have done it myself. Yeah. <laughs> just flies into your face instead. Ugh. And then you choke on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Ugh. it's just bitter. <laughs> that's the whole that's that spirit tracks right there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Spirit Tracks is choking on a bitter fly. Put that on the box. (laughs) (laughs) Busy, please. The hardest part of this for me was the perspective. Uh, I think we kind of talked about how that weird sort of isometric perspective plus Mm. the touchscreen has been a little iffy. Um, Mm. So when you have to knock out the mice so that Zelda doesn't get controlled, like maybe it's better on the DS, but doing it on the Wii U gamepad was a huge hassle. Mm. Uh, I eventually got it down, but it was like, all right, these mice are coming really quick and I think I'm tapping them, but I guess I'm not. Yeah. Oh, tapping. I didn't even I didn't even think I was just swinging wildly and praying. <laughs> like I just I was like just I hope I get all of them. That did that happens later too with the with the fiery rocks where I'm just like, "Oh man, come on." <laughs> but uh yeah, and at some point like I was trying to use like a boomerang where I was just like swiping at stuff um and and that sort of worked because I had the boomerang up anyway because when Chancellor Cole what he does is he he uh, sends mice at Zelda, who is walking forward to Maladus, who, if you pass Zelda as Link, you will get shot with a laser. And so Zelda is blocking the laser. But if you get hit with the rats, then Cole comes in and takes over Zelda with little marionette strings, in which case you have to uh, get the boomerang to go all the way around Zelda to cut the strings that Cole is using so that you can then control Zelda again and send Zelda up in a straight line. But you have to draw the straight line while there are no electric rats around. And if the electric rats come around, the straight line goes away. And then you have to restart this whole thing and hope that your boomerang doesn't hit Zelda. And have I... Is anyone tired yet? I mean, so, I tell you, I tell you something that that made that whole thing much easier was um, turning the game off and playing Link Between Worlds instead. Hey, that's a great idea. I know, right? I know, I know. I, th- I was thinking I should have been doing this from the start. <laughs> <laughs> when we but invited no, you to talk about this game onto this season, did you think we were going to talk about the good one on uh, uh, Link Between Worlds? I, I genuinely. I genuinely th- was uh, looking forward to playing this game again. Mm. You know. Sorry. Uh, I envy. I envy. Pr- we'll make it up to you me. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this this fight, again, it comes down to the criticism that I've been, uh, you know, I, I keep on coming back to, which is just the game is asking you to do too much with what it's capable of allowing you to. Like, just ha- having to change uh, weapons um, quickly is just not is not easy it's not easily done uh you know uh, trying mm. to trying to see what you're tapping and drawing lines you know on the place where you're trying to look it's i mean it's just like i mean it's madness it is it is it's like it's like if somebody asked me to play elden ring whilst um like covering my control pad with bolognese uh and then and then just throwing vaseline in my eyes so i can't see what i'm trying to do and then just says oh yeah be careful the meat gets stuck in the in the controller uh yeah so so so. i can't yeah it disabled my d-pad so i can't switch (laughs) items i was gonna Um, say it's like having to control your horse by drawing on the trackpad on the playstation controller while you while you shoot things (laughs) yeah and i'm trying to wipe bolognese off 
So it's so, so I know, that's going, you've got going a third everywhere. problem that no one else has. It's <laughs> it's just oh. yeah, this this it's just, it's not. I mean, like Nintendo proved that technically, yes, you can make a game that you control like this. But they did it. But it's not as. But it it just it's not successful, is it? Let's be honest. I, it's, I as, it's, the... it's it's more I... successful than the thumb thumb nubbin analog stick I'm controller. Glad they dropped that real fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, Six months crit- later, those were not included with the DS. It was pretty wild. <laughs> That's quite. Fun. I didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah. Because I had a friend get one. I got one pretty early on. This is stupid. We shouldn't talk about it. Oh uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but his didn't have one. So, so um, BC, go ahead. And please describe what we do after we grab Maladus when you're done. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to say that uh, I could not get the boomerang to work. So I had to walk around Zelda and slash the strings every time. And let me tell you, it's real easy to get hit. Um, (laughs) And how did you do that? I'm stunned. I am so sorry. That is terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, Oh, my God. Do not recommend. Oh no! Uh, yeah, the boomerang was very finicky. It, it really sucked. Um, the good, the good thing is that you don't need to worry about blowing into the microphone at any point in this fight. I'll say oof, that during the fight. During the fight, yeah, yeah. right after this, though. Uh, yeah, well, yeah how, so when we get up to Maladus, Phantom Zelda grabs Maladus and starts flying in the air and trying to like restrain Maladus, uh, and is like, "Go ahead." Light arrow, go! And so we have to play the the game where there's something on the top screen that we have to shoot from the bottom screen with our arrow and hit Zelda as they rotate in the air together. And uh, line it up just right. Hit him with a light arrow. Imagine if one of those screens is your TV across the room <laughs> and the other screen is your game Covered pad. In no, in your your game. Covered in bolognese. Covered in bolognese. It was, <laughs> it was the pasta weekend at home, so you know, of course, good uh, for batch cooking, right? But right. Uh, I, I luckily got it on the second try. But I, I, I knew I was like, this could be a minute. This, I heard, and I don't know how far back you have to go, but if you let them stay here for way too long, you have to restart the whole fight. I don't know if that's Ooh. just. This segment, which would be hell enough, but it sounded like the whole fight. Because after this, when this is over with, and the train goes down, and then comes back up for a second, and then goes back down, for whatever reason, wherever the hell we are, uh, you save the game. So, maybe the whole fight. But I don't know, and I don't, I can't confirm anything. So anyway, we end up in some, the, the train crashes, everything goes down, uh, everyone disappears. It looks like everything, like everyone's dead, and that would be good, because, you know, even if we die, at least the, the, the bad guy's dead, right? Right? If only. There's if only. Logic in that. I don't know where we end up, but somehow we are on terrain. We have landed in some area. Are we, are we back in the real world? I don't know. So we end up here, uh, but this, what, Maladus gets separated from the Zelda's body? Yeah. Yeah. So we have this this whole scene of Maladus is now a floating head um, who wants Andros. to retake over Zelda's body. But thank goodness for Burn. 
he comes yeah. back in the eleventh hour to throw up a force field, which I guess is something he can do. Uh, Again, could have mentioned that earlier. I mean, like, if you're going to switch sides, like, lead with your A game. Be like, right, guys, look, I'm so sorry, but I can be really useful. I can throw up mm-hmm. force fields. Um, I've got good eyebrows, you know, could've, like. <laughs> could have used that force field yeah. in that last fight. Would have been nice. But, you know, he he's injured, so who knows how much he has left in the tank, really. Good point. Good point. Those eyebrows are. Yeah, it must take a lot of energy. It it does, you know. Uh, <laughs> but he he he's like, you know, looks over and like, hey, I'm here. I made it, guys. Uh, you can't give up now. Oh, that's what it is. Because Zelda takes this opportunity. She's been trying to jump back into her body, and it's not working. And then she's about to get hit by Mal or Maladus is about to take her out and Burn stops and gives her a pep talk. And it's like, your body's got the sacred power of the spirits. Just keep trying. Eventually the line will go through, you know, like you'll get it. it I know it's busy right now, but and uh, yeah, so she prays to Tetra. Yeah. She which how dare they mention Tetra's name in this yeah. dumpster fire of a game? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we finally uh, get her here, and it's one more one more twist of the knife to be like, "Hey guys, remember she's dead." So we're praying to her now. <sighs> yeah, how dare they mention her? How dare they in this game? Anyway, this works. Um, but now Zelda is fifty feet in the air, and Link has to catch her. Um. And for this transgression, uh, Burn is killed? Evaporated, even. Disappeared? Yeah, just gone. He gets gone out of this game. What's that? Defenestrated and disintegrated. Yeah. (laughs) Reverse transcended? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Just just (laughs) descended, degraded. We're already in the Shadow Realm, so he kind of got sent to the double Shadow Realm. See, that's what I don't know. Are we in the Shadow Realm? Like, because at the are. end of this fight, then Link and Zelda are just standing in the Shadow Realm. Like, well, that that lady's gone. I don't know how we get home from here. Do you have Uber? Um, so yeah, that's fun. Um, th- yeah, they kill that guy. Everyone's sad about it. Uh, Chancellor Cole's like, "Woo, you did it." Now, then he turns on us and he's like, but you got to hurry. You're running out of time. So please, you know, do away with the." He says it nicely, too. Please do away with the boy and capture Zelda. But like at this point, man, you know, we've had too many like product line failures. Um, You're just not really getting the job done. Uh, I don't know. You need to motivate the, you know, the, the, the children in the factory better or something. So, yeah, I think we're gonna have to let you go. It's just, you know, you're, you're not really working out. You know, maybe you need to seek employment elsewhere. He gets possessed by Maladus. Is that what happens? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maladus possesses Chancellor Cole, and the whole thing is Cole's body can't sustain Maladus, but he can sustain him long enough for him to kill Link and take over Zelda. Yeah. Uh, He's like, it's rejecting right. my spirit. Like, I don't know if that's like, it's, that's a, that's it's a thing not, that happens. it's not Zelda enough, or maybe Maladus or, or Chancellor Cole was like, 
like really high level uh intelligence and 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 stuff so he he it just won't work so but but he says like hey this isn't gonna like I, this isn't permanent but while i'm in this form i have enough time to basically ruin the entire known world mm. so it's still bad um so yeah this fight's all right 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 this yeah. fight is not all right this fight is garbage <laughs> okay I mean, it's not great. I just stuck Zelda off in one corner and just was like, over here, buddy. Over here. Come here, boy. Come here. Yeah. And then shot him in the back. It was all right. Whatever. Like, I think they wanted you to move Zelda around, but I was like, no. God, no. No. You go no, over that's, here. That's that's last resort uh, strategy. Why would I do uh, that? Yeah. I did similar similar sort of thing. Th- this opener um, sucks. This, like, uh, Zelda's got to, like, sit here and... And power up. That was awful. Um, and then the second half was like, eh, you know, whatever. It's all right. Yeah, I, I just like the whole section because there's a section where you're just reflecting meteors. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that. And if you mess that up, you gotta start at the beginning. And oh, that's yeah. a s- solid, I think, minute of just reflecting <laughs> rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you mess it up. At the end, because I don't know, you couldn't spin attack just right because you're playing on a touch touch screen. Um, I hope you're ready to redo the last forty five seconds of this game. So yeah, I was I was stuck in this in this segment for like ten minutes. I just kept over and over and over and over and over. Uh, yeah, just kept doing it because because eventually it's the same pattern for the most part, but mm. that doesn't you know. I think I must have just got lucky with this because I, I, I just, yeah, I, I just got through it. I, I, mm. I really must have just chanced that. Um, yeah, I don't know. You miss one thing, you know, Link can take a hit for Zelda, but you, know, you can get lucky and get back up in time. But a lot of the times, nope, if you get hit, Zelda's going to get hit and then that'll be fun. But as soon as she powers all the way up, then she's able to use something. I don't know. Oh, she powers all the way up so that they can play a song? Yeah. Is that what it is? Is this, I, is this music time? Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. What's your favorite part of this game? Is it playing music while your uh, wife fills up a yoga ball in the other room? That blows. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just like, it's not the time, Zelda. Like, I mean, I, she, she has to combine her power with the spirit the power of the flute i mean oh you see at least we know now why they added a fifth segment it's because they they met this guy at at open mic night and he plays like a mean oboe and they're like oh my god we got to get him into our band like we got to get him into the band he's got his own temple it it works out like it fits the, the the theme that we have here so yeah, they really just wanted to add a richer harmony to the, uh, I guess to, so. to the tracks, man. That's all. I guess so. But yeah, this has uh, two two separations in the notes that we have to play on the pan flute. It's really awful. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a real pain. It's a real pain in a painful situation. Pain in the bow. <laughs> it's a real pain in the bow. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but but once the song's over, that. Uh, 
gives Malacolidus Colidus. It gives Colidus the sweet back tat that uh, we can shoot oh, yeah. with the light arrow. And uh, yeah, so Zelda will be shiny tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> it's not done yet. Ganondorf's face is going to be in the middle. <laughs> so uh, yeah, basically, you can control Zelda and Link. You can you can do that if you would want to. But like I said, I just stuck Zelda off to the side and then use Link to draw aggro from Maladus Colidus. And when his back is turned to Zelda on the bottom or on the top screen or whatever it is, you can see where she's looking and touch something on the bottom screen to make her shoot and do that enough times, chop off some, some horns so that there are no places for hats to go. And then, then you can finish off the Demon King. Once the hat stand is gone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, hey, we did it, guys. Good job. Uh, Link and Zelda hold um, the sword together and push it ever so slowly into the um, property owner's forehead and thereby freeing the children of the Industrial Revolution. It's really weird. It's just like they're just sitting there just stoic as all hell, just pushing a sword into some dude's face. It's real yeah. weird. Doesn't I thought it was cool. Capture. Doesn't, I mean, it, it would have been cool if it hadn't been done a billion times better at the end of Wind Waker. All of is... the Toon Link games have like, well, not all of them. I don't know. I don't remember how Phantom Hourglass ended. That ended with a fart. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. how we stabbed the final boss in the face or not. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, I mean, you know, Wind Waker had this like forehead is, trauma. Yeah, that is, it's one of the most iconic sort of moments in. It's yeah, I, I think it's, the, it's like it's the one, reason, of the, one of the best things. It's, it's the reason why people moment. still think that Wind Waker's good. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Anyway, the other weird thing is we we get this like he's just like writhing in pain and he's like ah and they just stand there like holding the sword watching him. I don't know. I don't know. It's just super odd. Anyway, uh Angie shows up to be like, "Yeah, Burns dead." Um and we're like, "I'm sorry." And she's like, "No, nah, it's cool. He'll be back." Yeah. <laughs> He'll all be back. He wanted he would have wanted to be disintegrated. Uh, so she says that our kind are the servants of spirits, um, and I think that means she she serves Chella or Sila Sila or whatever. Basically, I don't know how many floors, how many levels down are they below the goddesses? <laughs> I'm not sure, but they're uh, cleaning stuff, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I don't know. Whatever. Do, She's like just, they're the chauffeurs. <laughs> yeah. She's like we're yeah, we're the train drivers, you know. Yeah. So they're they're tenacious apparently. He'll be back. He won't remember any of this, but he'll be back and it's convenient. She she uh yeah, so I was like what what does that mean? She's like don't worry about it. Look, here he is right here. Bring summons his spirit. And then she kind of like floats out of her train thing revealing that she has feet. That's the biggest twist in this game. 
that is the biggest twist in this game. That the mm-hmm. whole time, these people aren't like torsos of trains. That she's just sitting in a car. She's just got her own smart car. Yeah. And uh, with that, she and the other locomos that we met throughout this game turn into lights and just kind of go up. It, it's very Spielbergian. It's just like this. It does a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's got like this very Star Fox uh, music, <laughs> ending music. Behind. Like it really kept making me think of Star Fox both times I watched this final cutscene. Um, yeah, and we just kind of watch them go up into the sky like they're E.T. or something. And except then, no emotion on their face. And then Link and Zelda hold hands, which and is nice. And he squeezes her hand. Yeah. Very sweet. A little, a little, yeah. That was like, nice. Yeah. That left me with a sweet taste in my mouth at the end of this. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, everything's fine, I guess. We we head back. Uh, Zelda's doing paperwork at the very end of the cutscene. Um, mm. Almost jumps out the window. Because now I guess she's in management. And it's just, you know, the cycle continues. So... Um. Yeah, and that's that's Spirit Track. So why don't we take a quick break? Uh, we'll come back and we'll just wrap this up. Sequel Cast Two and Friends looks at movies and video games and franchises one movie and game at a time. Hosted by Matt Bradley, Shergi Thrasher, and Alex Miller, been going since two thousand nine, and we're part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Come on in, take a seat. What are you having? Well, of course I've heard of Hair at the Dogcast. That's the podcast that talks about video games and beer. For all of the latest gaming headlines, craft beer reviews, retro games, modern games, series retrospectives, console studies, and on occasion, extremely hungover discussions on the lore of Kingdom Hearts, make sure to check out Hair of the Dogcast, part of the HyperX Podcast Network. All right, everybody, this is a stick-up. This is a train heist. I'm taking over this train. I'm oh back. And Jean was right. She said he'd be back, and he is. And he's I in a new form. I approve. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's talk about this game, all right? Let's, let's, let's reflect. We've done that for ten um, weeks. <laughs> yeah that that is the that is the worst part about this like it's you know when we look back when i look back at least on our like catalog of games i love that we go so deep in some of these games that people forget a lot of times right and hopefully there's someone out there that is like you know i wanted to uh replay that game and instead of doing that, they first are like, "Oh, these people talk about it. Let me get let me get some some memories flooding back to me." Mm-hmm. And then they don't worry about buying this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to rely on them, them them definitely listening to the first two or three episodes at least because it's 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 only after a what it's only it was I mean, admittedly, fairly quickly after the start mm-hmm. where fatigue started to set in mm-hmm. uh, and and certainly for you guys who had just come off the back of playing phantom hourglass you know not too long ago and and ocean too oh yeah look look oh. let's not even talking about that we spent five <laughs> months playing uh ds zelda oh, right yeah. um and 
I think for me, I'm going to have to. Uh, when I look back on these games, I am looking at both together because oh, yeah. one, yeah. I didn't finish it. You know, when uh, Jonathan, I always try to make sure at the end I, I've got my list, my ranking. I know you really enjoy ranking, Love a ranking. over at the O3C podcast. <laughs> uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Um, but this one, I think by default, it has to go to my bottom. Like did not finish, right? Like it, it's it's almost disqualified for me, which sucks because that kind of is against my whole point in making this list. <laughs> but because in a way it improves on things, but for me personally, I just I can't put it above it. I don't, I don't know because it was so unplayable weird about for me. things that it improves and simultaneously like ruins other things that I thought were okay about the last game. Mm. Sorry, go ahead, PC. I, I, I was having a conversation with some friends uh, yesterday about this game, and I was saying I'm, I'm, they wanted to play, I think, Dead by Daylight, and I said, I can't. I'm wrapping up the worst Zelda I've ever played. And I was like, wait, second worst, because Phantom Hourglass exists. And they hadn't, they, one of them had played Spirit Tracks, but hadn't played Phantom Hourglass. And she was like, how can it be worse than Phantom Hourglass? And I was like, imagine Spirit Tracks without the charm, without the the cool, like the, the quirky environment, without the, the trains, uh, without the tracks and without the spirit. And that's what you get in Phantom Hourglass. Ten like, minute scenes of NPCs arguing. Yeah. None of them are likable. Yeah, I see. Like you know, I go back to I don't like so much about Phantom Hourglass, but I I just love that that Ocean Temple so much. But that's about it. And so like I don't, but I don't I don't want to get into the well. This game's better. This this game. Like these are both the same experience to me. <laughs> they 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 are completely different games and and world maps. But like I'm not gonna. I'm not going to sit here and say this one's better than that one. They they both suck. They're both at the bottom. They 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 are one mass to me. I <laughs> ranted about this when my character got killed off this season and uh it, it is largely a reflection of where Nintendo was failing miserably. Uh, in terms of what they were trying to do, like Nintendo's philosophy for a long time. And I have, uh, here's the other thing, playing through all these Zelda games, I have turned so hard against Miyamoto. <laughs> like, and it, it, is, it, has, it has made me like a jaded like Nintendo fan in some ways, where I look at some of these things and I can, I can, I can follow the line. And in so many ways, I see where this is, how Miyamoto is like still has a, a grip on Nintendo mm. in a way that has not been positive for a long time. I think you can really see it in these games. I and think you can really he, see the 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 blue ocean, even though these games are the least accessible yeah. uh, things that Nintendo no, made like, in that era. Like this is the blue ocean. Like we've got to like get weird. You know, like the these massive. You know, the the touch screens. The the like open control, like we got to get that out there to the people, and like this is Zelda, like just make a Zelda. Well, game. like people need to Mimo's... blow on their games. Do you remember how you used to <laughs> yeah, blow like... on the cartridges? Remember that, man. Let's bring that back. 
it's it's always I can just picture it on you know they're in the room they've got the list of things that that need to be in the new system and Miyamoto is like I want to make a game where you pet and talk to dogs so we're making a two screen system mm-hmm. he makes his game he moves on mm-hmm. he yeah. doesn't do anything else with it everyone gets left behind the 3ds he's like I want to make a game where you can see a little submarine they make the 3ds <laughs> he makes his game he moves on mm-hmm. he does like he does this with every single thing and it's always been like. I, I hate that we always get stuck with this and you can always look back about how their systems have these quirky things. You know, Miyamoto is like, I want to do a sports game where we do all this stuff. Okay. They did it. And it was a wild success with Wii sports. Yeah. Like, and that now was, the, that was the one exception. Now. Yeah. <laughs> then he does his music thing that takes forever oh and God, bombs. Sucks. Yeah. Um, and then he just moves on. Mm-hmm. And so this is just another bit of that where it was stuck in the Miyamoto philosophy, which has not been good since the N64, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he got lucky with Pikmin. Like, Pikmin was, like, his last great game that was, like, his game, right? Mm. Um, and even that, like, I doubt he would had much input on 2 and 3, right? Like, may- maybe, who knows? Mm. But anyway, uh, and, you know, I look back on, the, on both of these games together of just, like, there's, they could have done something fun and interesting with this. But they were stuck the whole time. They were bottlenecked by having to make it play the way that it played. This, this yeah. is the most studio meddling Zelda, you know, Zelda entries. These these games are like, you know, the Disney coming into to you know whatever franchise, you know, Marvel or whatever Marvel movie or whatever whatever, and kicking the director out because they're like, I don't know, this isn't working. We have to do things like this. That yeah, the, just let the people make the Zelda game, man. Come on. And they did eventually. We we know we started this entire podcast on what is still one of the greatest games of all time, mm-hmm. and they learned to let the people do what they wanted to do, mm. and not say like, "Well, it has to do this and it has to do this." Like the only thing that they said was like, "It has to run on those old ass hardware because we're <laughs> not going to make we're not going to make cutting edge technology." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. Not Phantom Hourglass, but I feel like Spirit Tracks is some good ideas and some good music wasted on a game that is inherent, inherently marred by the medium. And mm. I think if you think about early DS games, and Phoenix Wright is an example, it was so fun when you got your DS and you could yell objection at the <laughs> DS and it would actually do something in the game. But you also had that button where you could just hit it and it would yell objection. So that was using the mic in a more additive sort of way. Like you could you could also do this thing, but you don't have to. And I think the problem here is they were like, oh, we're going to make this game that's centered entirely around the touchscreen and the mic. But then they, instead of making something new, they were like, we're going to make a Zelda game and you just control it with these other things. They didn't mm-hmm. tailor the game to mm-hmm. the medium yeah. that they were trying to. Yeah, the the whole game feels like compromise. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo yeah. hasn't learned yet that that the only the only people who use all of these weird tools that they throw that into their systems are Miyamoto or maybe one of their other teams. <laughs> there, there's a couple. That's the thing. Third party like, devs so, don't usually do that. Except right, maybe like, a handful. I like like. BC was saying with that, I think of uh, the game Hotel Dusk. 
I love that game. And the whole time you hold it, you held it on its side like a notebook and you took notes, you were a detective in it and it made sense. And they did it in a way where like the, the, the person you were talking to was on the screen next to you. Mm -hmm. And it just, it, it felt so like perfect for that system. Same for like brain age. Brain Age was incredible mm. for this system. Like, it did everything using the two screens just right. And then somehow the Zelda goes into this saying, we're going to utilize everything on here. And then they really don't effectively. Mm. Like, they do it in just bad ways nearly every single time. It's not an, it's not the usual design process that Nintendo goes through, where they, they create a game, they, they create something that feels fun. Uh, and then the idea of like what that game is going to turn into comes out, you know, like with yeah. Pikmin, they they made a they made the 128 Mario's and then they messed around with that for a while, tried a few different things, came up with something that worked, built an idea around it. No, here they came into it going, we're gonna shove Zelda into this, and that is the most anti Nintendo design philosophy. Yeah, it goes against everything that they would normally do, right. I don't know. They're bad. They're bad games. They're easily at the bottom of my list. Mm. Yeah, I want to because I wanted to. I always try to wrap like these seasons up with positives, especially when we are in a lot of the lesser games. Let's just say, um, but this one it's just difficult because even when you talk about the improvements that they made, it's so small, and it's just sort of like a thing you might not even notice that they did. Mm. Like visually, it's a bit better. But only a bit. It's still a, it's still an ugly DS game. Yeah. Like an ugly 3D polygonal DS game. Like Minish Cap is much nicer to look at. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Gorgeous game. You know, we, we, we still went through that. Like, I mean, I think Minish Cap is a better looking game than Ocarina of Time, yeah. right? Mm. Like, because of just the... <laughs> you're, you're dealing with, like, old style polygonal games mm. versus beautiful hand-drawn pixel art like that's mm. still just like a classic sort of thing mm-hmm. um and yeah this game just it's hideous it's like it, it looks <laughs> yeah, worse than a ps1 game in so many ways um in my opinion uh just because people's heads just, yeah speaking of et like link very very et uh, head and neck features it's horrible to look at. Oh, <laughs> all of the all of the brilliance of, of that uh you know, the Toon Link style uh being more expressive and, and all of the stuff, all of the great and stuff standing, that, that was utilized in Wind Waker. And standing is, the test of time even, that you know, yeah. as an art style. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um but uh when it's presented like this, when it looks like it looks like if <laughs> if you would just playing wind waker whilst watching it in the reflection of the back of a spoon <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure Ooh, yeah that's All also right. covered in bolognese <laughs> <laughs> well that's how you that's how you got the bolognese on the on the controller yeah, exactly. in the first place oh man um, but okay yeah music fantastic music. Uh, the the yeah. the overworld song is one, one of my favorite Zelda songs, yeah. honestly, like me doing the editing and getting to hear that over and over again. It's just like it never got old. <laughs> mm-hmm. It never got old. I'm going to be doing this up to the 10th time. It's not going to get old for me. It feels so good. Yeah. Um, yeah but look up but, who worked as the composer on this one, because go find their others. I want to go find their other series and find out that they're all just Star Fox. Yeah. At the same time, 
None of the other songs are as memorable as that mm. one. So we can we can hold that one up. Having a good time. Uh, okay, maybe I didn't spend there, enough like, time in Castle. All Town. of the, every song I ran into, I was just like, "This is good. This is good." None of them was were bad enough that yeah. it stuck. I mean, what game have we played outside of like maybe an NES game that had bad music, right? Like an yeah. NES game or like an old original Game Boy game where they couldn't really do. You know, you could you could be like, "Wow, this isn't making my ears bleed. This is a great classic song." Other um, other than the menu and start music of "For the Frog, the Bell Tolls," uh, all of that music is 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 better than than some true, of the yes. stuff that they did here. Oh god, <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't that one just like it was just holding a single tone uh, for like way yeah, too long. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was <laughs> whatever. But it but the bad. the final boss fight had like two bangers and then the credit song was like the greatest thing i've ever heard coming out of a game boy before <laughs> uh like it was just oh. it was magical it was great but anyway anyway this game do we have anything else that we need to wrap up on this with this i feel i feel like we got it across that like these games don't hold up <laughs> period we can't we cannot recommend anyone going back especially as it gets harder and harder to do so going back and playing these games Don't. yeah you're not missing you're not missing out especially if there's a chance that your hardware might have a little <laughs> issue with it that yeah. literally will stop you from playing the game but i've already gone through the it. only <laughs> piece of the hardware that you can't use on emulator to get through the game so the reason why you need to play this on a ds is for the microphone and that will crap out on you it seems mm-hmm. so yeah jonathan hello Jonathan, thank you thank so much you. for taking the time to play with us on here. It has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I, mean, I mean, not the playing of the game, but... Uh, <laughs> so, t- taking taking time out of your day to fly here to America know, yeah, every dude. Sunday to record with yeah. us. We'll talk about the percentage that we'll pay you back after we're done recording. <laughs> right. Um, well, uh, you know, much like the Industrial Revolution. We'll talk later. <laughs> absolutely Um, but no jonathan seriously thank you thank you so much for joining us it has been a pleasure to have you Uh, on here um i guess i mean we can we can go ahead and say we are working with uh jonathan to do some some stuff over on his podcast as well some zelda related things Mm. we're still working out how exactly uh we want that formatted but it should be a few episodes it will be we'll say that yes absolutely okay Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. What what is that show, Jonathan? Oh, it's called the O3C Podcast. Um, And we, um, myself, Chris Dow, Minty Booth, uh, we uh, are O3C Games. And uh, we have been trying to uh, compile our concrete top 100 favourite video games of all time lists. We, uh, we managed to reach the end of a countdown and then realised it had taken us three years to do that. And in that time, we played a whole bunch of other games uh, that needed to go in our list. So we're going about uh, retroactively, uh, uh, yeah, making making that all work. And uh, yeah, we're also writing articles, writing reviews over on our website, o3c.games, streaming some stuff, doing other bits and bobs. Ah, loads of stuff. And you... You you were you were giving away a bunch of games recently, so even more of a reason to, to pay attention. Maybe we're, maybe in the future you don't always, want to miss anything. We're always doing do. competitions, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. giveaways, and stuff like that. Um, because uh, hey, we we love games and uh, we love people that love games. So even spirit tracks. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spirit Spirit Tracks is still in Minty's top hundred list. Ooh. When is the last time you played it? Well, exa- also Phantom Hourglass was also in there. Uh, when is the last time? You he's it? recently taken that out. He, I, I think that's literally the next episode that's coming out okay, is him, okay. him taking right, out right, Phantom Hourglass to put in. Oh, okay. Ring for Adventure, I think. Um, but I don't know if Spirit Tracks is going to stay stay in there. Might it might have to be one of the ones that goes. Might. Mm. I mean, he hasn't replayed it, so you know. And I, I'm going to give him a hell of an update uh, in the next in the next episode. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll be sharing my thoughts on my show, and hopefully that will convince him to uh, to just. Yeah, yeah. Cover one. Cover. Yeah. Cover one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Jeremy. I want to give a shout out to our patron Woo! supporters. Woo-hoo. Uh thank you so much for uh contributing your money to listen to us talk. We really do appreciate it. Uh we're gonna start off with our, our Sheikah supporter tier. Uh it's our new five dollar tier that if you sign up for that, you get to play games with us. We are we are legally obligated <laughs> to play video games with you. Uh whatever game you want, really, uh pr- preferably something that we can play together. Uh, you know, I don't think it'd be as fun if we were all just playing single player games. But you know what? If 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 you sign up for that tier and you want us to play a game, uh, you can go ahead and make us do that every month. Uh, over in that tier, we have Rutger Termatten, uh, also goes by Boris. Uh, we just played uh, Rogue Heroes with him. That was a lot of fun. And, and uh, we're planning on playing that again. Yeah, unless something uh, comes the, up, I'm ready to throw down on that again. Uh, what, what will be in a couple weeks? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have uh, Donald Fuller and Lisa Slack. And uh, thank you so much for all of your uh, support and your money, obviously. Thank you to Uh, the Sheikas. Over in the Hylian Helper tier, we have Ruli, Genova, Miss Dino, Jitterbug, Todd Hunt, Fox with two X's, Cody Jarbo, Michael Fontaine, and Colleen Rooney. Thank you all so much for your support. Friends. BC, thank you so much for suffering through this on your giant Wii U tablet. Goodness. You, you yeah. playing the most un- uncomfortable way through all of this. Did you feel yeah. like you were one of the Minish people playing it on like a giant DS? <laughs> <laughs> it's I, if only, that would have probably been a, a more enjoyable experience if I felt like the Minish. Yeah. Uh, I just felt like... Uh, a man with very weak wrists after holding the game pad up for a while. Um, not ergonomic. Um, no. No. Uh, I could never figure out, whenever I would have my hands up there, you know, sometimes you, like, I don't know about you guys, I jump between the two fingers on the trigger or one finger on the trigger. I could never comfortably put two fingers on that thing at once. Yeah. Like, just never got it on there right. It was weird. Anyway. Brian, a.k.a. Hi. Luigi. Thank you so much for playing with us. Sure. What are some things you do I outside of this? I play video games. We've got a, a new episode of Need for Speed running up. We play. We covered Hades. Ooh. Hades speedruns. Um, we did a, a run for The Fists, which, yeah, that uh, that was pretty nuts. Uh, both of them were 15 seconds, or 15 seconds, 15 minutes 
of real time <laughs> uh, with the in-game timer like six to seven minutes. Uh, you know, lots of pausing in, in menus and stuff like that. But um, yeah, and then also the 50 heat world record, which was done with the Rama aspect. So you're just like, hey, you have a shotgun and you're tagging the entire room. It's nuts. It's just nuts. Uh, if you don't understand what Brian is saying, that means you haven't played enough Hades and you need to play more You Hades. need to play more Hades. Because, yeah, we, we, we one thing we said in that episode was uh, it, it's a little tough to follow uh, speedruns of Hades if you haven't played Hades. And an easy <clears> way to alleviate that is just play Hades. It's one of the best games ever made. You should be playing Hades right now. It's really <laughs> <Yes>. good. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so need for speedrunning. Uh, brand new episode. I, uh, I'm also the current world record holder of most goals in Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. Uh on 64 so i'm cool thanks bye oh yeah yeah is there a place some people could have watched you doing that uh on twitch at luigi's apartment.com <laughs> jeremy <laughs> yes thank you for taking the time to play the ds zelda jeremy, oh no you're, problem you're, it's, it's so wonderful to have uh, you here you're a, a shining <laughs> beacon uh can where can people find you uh over at chat of the wild if you go to on Twitter at Chat of the Wild, or uh, I guess the technical on Instagram, I don't do anything on Instagram anymore. But I'm regularly uh, posting stuff on Twitter, mm. uh, so go to go there. Yeah. Also, if you're not subscribed, subscribe and listen to previous seasons. Even if you've never played the game, if you haven't heard of the game beforehand, I promise you, you're gonna have fun and you'll you'll understand what these games are about without having to play them. Yeah, don't and play Crystallis. a bonus. Just listen to it. <laughs> um, yeah, just listen to it. Listen to us while you are playing Elden Ring, uh, a better game than most of the other games that we play on this mm-hmm. series. <laughs> uh, almost all. I just haven't come to that conclusion yet. Um, and maybe you can hear us talk more about Elden Ring over on SideQuest. So if you're a patron member, you also get access to that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I want to put an end to this season and never have to go back to the DS Zelda games again. <laughs> never again. Um, not necessarily the DS family of, of Zelda games because we will go to the 3DS and that one is so much better. Oh uh, I don't even have to God, question my memory of that. I'm it is a good game. Trust me. Oh, I know, but uh, I thought this was a good game when I finished it, so... <laughs> also, in the next season, we're playing through Okami for the Gaiden game. Yeah! And uh, real quick, uh, we will be playing in it's the first episode time. just the beginning of it once you get through the uh, river of the heavens after the introduction. That's when you're in the celestial plane. It's where you learn a lot of stuff. There's a saves point. We're going to play up to that save point, so you don't have to worry about that. But... Okay. Do that. Watch the intro. Be back here. We're going to talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Five years, baby. Five years. <laughs> <laughs>